Student-led protests against the military-backed government of Thai Prime Minister Prayut Chan-o-cha have been ongoing since July. In recent days, they have increased in scale and intensity, with tens of thousands taking part in a protest on Saturday to mark the anniversary of the 2006 military coup d'etat, which lasted into early Sunday morning. Giles Jayunkbakorn, watching from afar in the UK, I imagine you're inspired and excited by what's unfolding on the streets of Bangkok. Certainly, I think this is a breath of fresh air and hope for anyone who wants democracy in Thailand. I think millions of Thais would be very, very um, inspired by the 100,000 people that um, assembled in, in Bangkok yesterday. Now, tell us about the nature and dynamics of the movement. It's been largely student-led, but is now growing in size, and I imagine incorporating wider sectors of our society. Yes, it started out as a student-led um, protest movement, but um, very quickly they decided that they needed to broaden it out. So um, yesterday's protest involved... Um, lots of people from different walks of life, um, many of them ordinary working people. And uh, it also included the the red shirts, which um, have been protesting against the military dictatorship for years. You mentioned the red shirts movement there, Giles, which emerged some 10 years ago, and it was an enormous, uh, very dynamic pro-democracy movement, which was uh, drowned in blood, really crushed by the military with dozens of, of protesters uh, killed. How does this present moment compare to that uh, movement 10 years ago? Well, this movement um, doesn't have some clear links with politicians from Thaksin Shinawatra's party. And it's also led by young people who are... The new generation of people are no longer um, saddled with the you know, wounds from being repressed, drowned in blood and so on. And they're no longer afraid. And they're very angry about the way that Thai society has, has just um, been put on hold and, and is, is, is very conservative. Whereas... And, they want a different colors. So it's, it's a very dynamic movement. But we have to wait and see whether it can expand and, and, and move forward. It is still very early days for this movement, but it seems to me that like many pro-democracy movements in Thailand's history and indeed throughout the world, there's a focus on attempting to force the military back to the barracks, as it were, and out of the corridors of political power, with the incumbent Prime Minister himself being a general backed by the armed forces. There is also, however, a new focus on the role of the King, Maha Vajira Longkorn. Many protesters have openly attacked the King, which is not only a cultural taboo in Thailand, but in fact a crime punishable by up to 15 years in jail. Well, I wouldn't call it a cultural taboo. I think um, it's been enforced by the, the Thai ruling class who over decades have been using the monarchy to, to support their, um, their power. 
And the monarchy itself doesn't have power, in my view, but they use it as a legitimizing factor. Um, but this, the change in, in attitude to, to the monarchy and the, is partly because the young people are not afraid anymore. But it's also because the, the present king um, has been behaving in an outrageous manner. In fact, he's behaved in an outrageous manner ever since he was growing up as a little boy. But basically, he spends all his time with his harem in, in Germany and um, flips over to Thailand to, to do the minimum um, required of, of, of his position. And the way he treats women is appalling. And I think all those things really have just um, meant that you know the, the military are finding it very, very difficult to, to make out that the, the, this odious man is, is somehow a semi-god and some, somebody who everyone ought to respect. There has been a call for a general strike on the 14th of October, which will mark another anniversary, this 1973 student uprising against one of the many military dictatorships that have governed Thailand throughout its modern history. Assuming that strike goes ahead, how significant could it be and what sort of politics might the trade unions inject into the movement? Well, I think that we need to... On the one hand, I have been advocating for a while um, that um, the movement spread to the organized trade union and spread to ordinary working people. But it's, we need a, um, a note of caution. It's easy to stand up and call for a general strike. It's much more difficult to organize one. And... You know, it means that people will have to be going around in workplaces arguing for people to, to go on strike. It's no good just calling for it from, from a platform. Um, I hope that there will be um, as much response as possible uh, with people leaving work or taking the day off or whatever. And um, if, if the... Um, protest on the 14th of October is even bigger than the one yesterday, then I think we can um, be confident that that change comes to Thailand. You're speaking to us from the UK, Giles, and of course this uh, radio show is based here in Perth, Australia. What can people like us do outside of uh, Thailand in terms of expressing uh, meaningful solidarity with the struggle for, for democracy in Thailand? Well, I think it's important that, that we give a voice to the, the genuine leaders of the, this protest movement and we explain what, um, what their demands are and why, they are, you know, why they are making these demands and the nature, the, the false democracy that, that exists in Thailand and the false elections and the... And the um, military drafted constitution, all those things have to be um, repeated so that people don't, don't believe that, that the present government is, is in any way elected. Um, and I think that we need to expose the, the, the nature of the, the monarchy and um, 
be prepared to to give um, solidarity if people are arrested or if, if the military decide to use violence. You talked earlier, Giles Jai Unkpakorn, about the red shirt movement, uh, which emerged uh, some uh, 10 years ago, and it was brutally repressed by the military with dozens of protesters killed. Four years later, in 2014, yet another military coup took place, the 12th in Thailand's modern history. It's a depressing note to end on. Hopefully you can correct it with a dose of optimism, but it's hard not to view these protests, at least potentially, as part of a long history of reform followed by repression, a protracted struggle from which the Thai armed forces, the Thai ruling class, always seems to emerge victorious. Can it be different this time? Well, there there have been many coups in Thailand, but there have also been... Um, quite a few mass uprisings that have overthrown the military. I think we need to see that in context. And and uh, I think your description of a protracted struggle, toing and throwing, um, between the pro-democracy side and, and the dictatorship side is, is an accurate picture. It, it isn't that the, um, the ruling class and the, and the military always have the upper hand. Um, they they actually have to struggle with justifying their power, justifying their coup d'etats, and they have to, uh, on, on many occasions, they've, they've actually had to resort to to violence, um, which shows that you know they don't have legitimacy. So you know it's it's um, it's a struggle between those who are ruled and those who are. Who, who are the rulers, and, and, and it will go on for a while.